Can you imagine Christmas without Christ? As God's children, we must realize that without Jesus, there's no redemption, no salvation, no hope for eternal life in the Father's presence, and no Christmas. Join us today as Pastor Rander teaches how God, in His wisdom, sent Jesus to dwell among us and save us in this message, Emmanuel. He'll be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. If you don't put boundaries around a child, that child, and say don't go in the streets, you say, well, go wherever you want to go. Well, they're going to walk out there and kill themselves. You told them to, listen, who in here would give your car keys to a five-year-old child? You, 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 you won't have that child alone. They're going to take them from you. Right? That child's not ready. You have to have some boundaries. I know you don't like them, but, but stuff your pride down and realize it's not about you. Say it's not about me. Say it's not about me. Now, before you came to Christ, it was about you. But since you've come to Christ, it's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. What I think, my opinion. You already messed up. God is not caring a hoots about your opinion. You see, Luke 138, Mary conformed to the word and will of God. Luke 138 says, then Mary responding to the message from Gabriel. Then Mary said, behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. Hey, underline that, y'all. Oh, my goodness. This thing is so pregnant <laughs> with spiritual implication till I can hardly stand up here. You need to, then you ought to have a Bible. If you don't bring your Bible to church, I know you're not taking it anywhere else. <laughs> you got to look at, look, 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 look what she said. This is Mary, this little peasant, poor, holy girl chosen by God. She said after hearing a message and hearing mysterious things, let it be to me according to your word. You know what that angel heard? All he needed to hear, because after that, what happened? The angel departed from her. She didn't get sassy. She didn't raise hell. Uh-huh. Well, I don't understand what God's doing. Huh. He better explain this to me. You know? No. You don't hear none of that? None of that? She didn't get cocky or prideful? She says, let it be to me, according to, y'all put a double line under that if you got enough space. How much better, oh, are y'all hanging with me? Oh, how much better off if we would have the attitude of submission like Mary, this virtuous virgin girl. When God want to send you somewhere, tell you something, tell you what, to not, what not to do, tell you what to do, and you, you humbly uh, submit to the word of God and say, Lord, let it be to me according to your word. You talking about growing up in the kingdom and you talking about doing mighty exploits in the kingdom. You talking about tearing down uh, strongholds. You talking about having victory in your life. Some of you all have a whole lot of defeats in your life because it, it, you don't have this, this, this kind of heart. You say, I want to do what I want to do. When I want to do, you can't tell me what to do. I know what the Bible says, but no, let it be to me according to your word. That's profound. If all of us can get to this point, we'll save ourselves a whole lot of trouble. 
Number six, because Emmanuel is God with us, we need not worry, lean on our own understanding, or act independently of God. John 15, 5b says, for without me, you can do nothing. Emmanuel means what? God with Emmanuel means what? Say a little bit louder. Emmanuel means what? God. Now, if God is with you, how many of you believe God is with you? Now, huh? Then if he's with you, what you worried about? Why are you leaning on your own understanding and intellect? And why are you making decisions apart from God, acting independently of him? If he is with you, you can rest in God. Huh? Number seven, our response to the incarnation should be as the Magi. We should bow down and worship our King, Savior, and Lord. Listen, when you love God, you will do like the Magi, the wise men. You will do like they did. You would bow down and worship the King, Savior, and Lord. I love what Psalms 95, 6 says, Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. When is the last time? I was talking to the college age group of Friday, and I asked them, I was on my knees. I said, when is the last time you got on your knees, young folk, before God? You, When you get on your knees, it moves the cockiness out the way. It's something humbling about getting on your knees. And then when is the last time you got on your whole face before God or your back? You say, well, if I get down there, I can't get up. Well, why don't you just stretch out on the bed then if you can't get to the You can just and pretend that, Lord, I can't get on that floor because, you know, if I, if I get down there, I can't get up. For those of you who are aged or got all these medical problems. But, but so if you're aged and got all these problems, why don't you just get on your, just open up your, your, your arms and lay flat on your face and say, Lord, have mercy. It's something humbling about that. And those of you who can get on the floor, it's a wonderful thing to get all the way down on the floor before the king of glory. That, that knocks pride out of you. The magi. Look, 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 at, look, at, look at Matthew chapter 2. Oh, God. Ooh, this is so good. Look at Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 and 2. Talking about these magi. Oh, my God, help us. Y'all there? And after Jesus was born in Bethlehem, I told you the other day, Bethlehem means what? See, some of y'all funking already. <laughs> Bethlehem means what? That's right. And out of the house of bread came the bread of life, who is Jesus Christ, right? Look here. After, look, now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, where is he who is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child. Let me stop right there. (laughs) They got to the child, not with a GPS. God Almighty, I'm finna get happy in here. Some of y'all now you can't move without a why almost oh, suspenders just pop loose. I'm preaching. <laughs> they can't, that's all right. Oh, it's over with. I'm gonna be out of my, my shoes and socks in a minute. They didn't have a G, they didn't have a GPS. That, I, that popped. <laughs> Glad I got this vest on. <laughs> God Almighty, help me to preach. Preach out of suspenders and all. 
have a GPS. They didn't have a cell phone. They didn't call information. They didn't call 411. They didn't call the zip code. They didn't look in the yellow pages. They didn't go to www.yellowpages.com. <laughs> a star. Chicago glory led them to Christ. And when they had come in the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother. And look what they saw. When you meet Jesus, something happened. You don't stand up and, and, and fell down and worship him. And when the wise men had opened up their treasures, look, they presented gifts to him. Gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And lavish these expensive gifts upon the Savior. It's amazing how people can come to the Lord's house on the Lord's day and and come before him empty-handed. They can't bring 10% their tithes to him, but they bring complaining, whining, and bad attitudes before him. Where is your gift? I mean, these were valuable gifts given to the king. Many come before the Lord on the Lord's day and give him chunk change. Number eight, our hearts should be filled with joy, awe, wonderment, and amazement that the king of kings was born to rescue us from the power and penalty of sin. You should be filled with joy and awe and wonderment. You ought to be amazed that the king of kings was born to rescue us from the power and penalty of sin. Romans 6.23 says, for the wages, you know what wages is? Payment. For the payment of sin is what? Death. But the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. You ought to be joyful today that Jesus came and was born and died for your sins and my sins and the sins of all humanity. Number nine, our finite minds will not allow us to fully comprehend the miracle of the virgin birth which is a pregnant virgin without the seed of a man. Until you experience the incarnate Christ, you have missed the essence and true meaning of Christmas. Matthew 1, 23 says, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Listen, until you experience Jesus, you have missed Christmas. Some of you got all this stuff and you and you you got you got bills from the stuff and you've missed christmas number 10 we can live with a heightened sense of expectancy anticipation assurance and hope that this same jesus who came the first time shall come again matthew 24:30 says then the sign of the son of man will appear in heaven and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the son of man coming on the clouds of heaven with great with power and great glory the same jesus that came and was born in a manger is coming back as a ruling reigning king acts chapter 1 verses 10 and 11 says and while they looked steadfastly toward heaven and went up. Behold, two men stood by them in white apparel. These these were angels who also said, men of Galilee, why do you stand gazing gazing up into heaven? 
I mean, Jesus went up and they were just looking. They were still looking up there. They couldn't stop looking at what Jesus had done. He had gone up to heaven. This same Jesus, I like that. This same Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven. Let me tell you something, beloved. <laughs> I'm not looking for the undertaker. I'm looking for the upper taker. Did you hear what I just said? Some of y'all looking, oh, <laughs> oh I'm going to die. I, listen, I'm not studying death. God, God's got that taken care of. That's why he came. You know what? You're not ready to live until you're ready to die. Huh? You're scared to die. Maybe it's something you need to deal with. Your sins. Huh? 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 You see, uh, I'm not looking for the undertaker. I'm looking for the upper taker. If you're not looking for the soon imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ, you are not ready for Christmas. Some of y'all looking for a gift under the tree. You're looking for Rudolph and Santa. That's right. Some of y'all looking in the wrong places for God. And you miss Christmas. If you're not looking for the soon return of Jesus, you are not ready. Number 11. Because of Emmanuel, we can have peace that transcends human understanding in a world that is filled with chaos, confusion, and turmoil. How many of y'all realize the world is chaotic and confused? How many of y'all realize the world is in a mess and everywhere you look is just trouble and chaos and confusion? But in the midst of all this, you can have peace that transcends human comprehension. I love what the Gospel of John chapter 16, verse 33 says. These things I have spoken to you that in me, say in me, you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulations, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. It doesn't matter what you're going through. If you look at Jesus and hold to him, you're going to be all right. Philippians 4, 6, 7 says, be anxious. Don't worry about nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Let me tell you something about peace. How many of y'all want some peace this Christmas? No, I didn't see enough hands go up. Some of y'all must want some. I mean, how many? All your hands ought to go up. Your feet too. Listen, I'm going to give you A, B, and C on peace so you can have some peace. A, there is absolutely no peace apart from the Prince of Peace. Peace is a precious gift from God, and yet so few ask for it. Huh? People ask for more money. Huh? People ask for good health. And those are good things to ask for. That's okay. Oh, Lord, keep my children. Lord this, Lord that, Lord that. When is the last time you asked you ask God for peace? Huh? That'll keep you from having heart attacks and strokes. You know, you, you, you'll stop threatening a whole lot of stuff physically if you just get more peace in your life. B, since our Lord is a burden bearer, say burden bearer. Burden bearer. You cannot overload God. <laughs> you, can overload, you can overload that computer. <laughs> Amen. It can just blow up and just won't function anymore. You ever had a computer? It just, it just can't take it anymore. It just jams. But, but you can't overload God. Therefore, cast all your burdens and your discouragements and your discontent, your despair, your hurt. Some of you are in pain. Uh, many, of, many of you are in bondage and is in need of the gift of freedom this Christmas. I mean, you're bound. You're bound by worry. And anxiety. Some of you are bound by anger. Some of you are in, you've been imprisoned by bitterness, unforgiveness, hatred, racism, and on and on it goes. Jealousy, pride, 
And, and God says, when you hold on that stuff, you have no freedom. Why in this world, how in this world are you saved and yet experience so little freedom? And you, and you, here's how you can tell whether a person freedom or not is in freedom or not. Just look at their face. If they look like they've been baptized in lemon juice, lemon juice, no freedom there. What you want, huh? I ain't nothing funny. What's so this, that, that? You need a good laugh. <laughs> Laughter is medicine for the soul. Some of y'all haven't chuckled so long until your chuckle box have gone dry. <laughs> because you are bound. You're bound. You're bound by what you don't like about your husband. You're bound by the, 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 the weaknesses of your wife or your children. And you focus on all their issues when the fact of the matter is you're the big issue. You just defer to somebody else, but really they're not the issue, you're the issue because once you get yourself straight with the Lord, you can deal with them. Maybe God put that person in your life to develop your patience. And, and maybe that's why God won't let you die. You too mean to die. Oh, God, help me. I'm still talking about peace. See, only when Jesus is the object of your faith and focus will you be able to overcome trials. How many, how many of you had trials this year, last year, year before? How many of you have trials? They come in various forms and packages. Uh, you'll be able to, when, when, he's, when Jesus is the object of your faith and focus, you overcome your trials. How many, there was a whole line of folk who, who experienced death last week. Last this year, and they stood up in front of this church needing prayer. How many of y'all experienced death of somebody you knew was very dear to you this year? Let me tell you something. If Jesus is the object, object of your faith and focus, Jesus will calm you in the midst of grief. Agreed, he will, he, will, he will rid you of the greed and the discontentment and the depression, and he'll give you contentment and rest. I love what Matthew eleven twenty eight says, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you what? Some of y'all looking for, for stuff, and Macy's can't give you rest. Dealers can't, can't give you rest. Walmart have a whole lot of stuff, but they don't have rest. That's right. You, you, no, 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 no. Rest comes from God. God will rest you. Number 10. In the midst of a sin-cursed world where sin abounds, we must have hope in Christ. Therefore, we need not live in discouragement, despair, and disillusionment. We have good news in the midst of bad news. Look, look at Luke 2, chapter, chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. A couple of more and we'll be done. Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 10. This is exciting. I mean, we have good news in the, in, in the midst of bad news. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, underline this, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. When Jesus came, Jesus didn't come just for the Jews. He came for Jews, Gentiles, blacks, whites, 
poor, rich. He came for the atheists. He came for the agnostics. He came for those who don't know what they are. He came for all of us. He came for all of us. He died for all of us. But only the elect will embrace the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved from their sins. He says, I bring you good tidings of great joy. Wait a minute. If, 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 how many of y'all know it's joy in serving the Lord? Well, where's your joy? Where's your joy? When you really got joy, that God joy. Listen, the world can't take that away. I mean, something about joy. And I like that song that says, uh, uh, joy, joy, I still have joy. After all the things I, what? Be, I still have what? Peace, peace, I still have what? After all the things I, I still have hope, hope, I still have what? After all the things I've been through, huh? Stormy weather, hurts and pains and disappointment. After all the things I've been through, I still have what? Hope. My hope is built on nothing less but Jesus Christ and righteousness. <laughs> hope. Hope. I still got, there's something about hope. I'm trying to close out now. Number 11, listen, listen, listen. The greatest missed opportunity is to have Jesus born for you, suffered for you, die for you, to have Jesus raised in glorious resurrection power for you, and you tragically die without Christ who is Emmanuel. You may have a Christmas tree with twinkling lights that are so bright. You may have a nativity scene and still be lost. You're getting gifts for friends and loved ones and perhaps they're already under the tree. But if you have not received the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal savior, you are not ready for Christmas. Rudolph can't get you ready for Christmas. Santa, Frosty, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Can't get you ready for Christmas. You know what gets you ready for Christmas? It's Luke 2.11. <laughs> it says, for, underline this, the three words, for unto you. <laughs> oh, God about it. Who is born this day in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Say unto me. Oh, you ought to say that till you get happy. Say unto me. Under me. Under me. Oh, you're not saying like you mean under me. Under me. Yeah, unto you. Thank you. Unto you is born this day in the city of David, in the city of David, a savior, which is Christ the Lord. You who are hurting, <laughs> under you. <laughs> you who are bitter, under you. You who are sick and you got sickness in your body. Under you, you who are full of anger, under you, you who are mean mouth and nasty, under you, you who can't let that alcohol go, under you, you who looking for, for love from women and men, under you, 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 you who gamble, under you, you who peep at pornography, under you. You who frequent clubs under you. You who hide secret sins and look like a saint on Sunday, but you're the biggest hypocrite in the church 
under you. Under you, under you. You who lay with folk, you're not married to. Under you, under you, under you. Unto you is born this day a savior. I'm so glad that Jesus came. I'm glad he came for me to be in me, to be my Emmanuel, God with us. And it's something. Now, Jesus came to you, but the question is, will you come to him? But I'm so glad that a long time ago, I came to Jesus as I was. I was weary, worn, and sad. But when I came to him, I found in him a resting place. Anybody know about that resting place? him a resting place and he has made me glad under me and because he's under me he walks with me he talks with me he tells me that I am his own under me in my old wretched ways old draper way thank you God for putting up with me under me is born this day in the city of David. Hey, a savior who is Christ the Lord. Do you know anything about him? Do you know anything about him? Do you know anything about him? Is he unto you? Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding what? With exceeding what? With exceeding what? To the only wise God our Savior be glory, majesty, dominion, and power both now and forever. And all God's children say, Blessed be. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683.